Welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast, a place where eating doesn't get in the way of living. We use science and psychology to move past the challenges you face while healing your relationship to food. I'm your host, Erica Drury, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. For the past 10 years, I've been helping people like you find a happy medium of flow and balance with eating. If solving these issues were easy, you would have figured it out already. Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Hey there, welcome back to the Align Nutrition Podcast. Today, I'm talking about burnout and healing your relationship to food. I connected with you on Instagram a couple weeks ago asking you about who's listening to the podcast, who knows about it, what you guys are looking for, and I wanted to give you a quick update. I am going to be bringing on more guests, experts who have different perspectives than me where we can have conversation, people who've done this, people who've healed. So I'm really excited about that. Thanks for hanging with just me. I've been getting in the hang of doing this whole podcast thing and checking in with you and writing these up. And I'm now ready to bring more people into it as I have gotten used to it. And I wanted to just let you know that I'm really thinking about you and what's going on in the world right now and just how this year has been, which is why I wanted to talk about burnout and healing your relationship to food. I wanted to say hello to you that I know are listening. We have Sarah, Jess, Paige, Lauren, Jenny, Kara. We have Alyssa, Kate, Megan, Jacqueline, Louisa. We have Yolene, Ashley, Daniela, Olivia, Mo. Just really wanted to thank you guys for being here and let you know that it's important to me to connect and know that you're listening. And I always think about where you're at and what you have going on when I'm talking to you right now. So the inspiration for this was precipitated by this year and what we have going on and just how I've seen it impact my clients, my community members, and you. I listened to a podcast last week. It was Brene Brown was hosting Emily and Amelia Nagowski, and the conversation was centered around their latest book, which talks about burnout. And it's about unlocking the stress cycle. And I think we are really all feeling this. And for a lot of us who deal with food issues, it becomes this added layer, this extra burden, this extra stress, or we feel like our issues might be getting worse because of the compounded stress that we have experienced. So I want to dive a bit into what burnout is, emotions, the neurobiology of that, and then how we can relate that to food healing. So it's not this perfect process that you'll ever have hours to set aside and energy and time, but how can you keep caring for yourself throughout this? What is burnout? Burnout is a combination of emotional exhaustion, caring too much for too long. Maybe you have kids, maybe you have family members, maybe you're worried about your friends, the state of the world, whatever has you emotionally exhausted. Maybe it's your job. Decreased sense of accomplishment, feeling as though nothing you do matters, maybe a futility in what you're experiencing day to day. 
Then there's depersonalization. That's a depletion of empathy, caring, and compassion. Who of you listening has felt like you just can't take anything more on, anything more into your brain space, anything more into your world? I know I have. And if you're listening to this, I want to say I appreciate that because that tells me that this is special to you and that I am probably of a very select group of people that you let into your headspace and maybe an email inbox. So what are emotions? And so we've talked about burnout and these three components. It's really just a result of compounding fatigue and wearing down of ourselves. So burnout is related to, and this I did not know, stuck emotions. So what are emotions? If I was talking to myself years and years ago, I wouldn't have completely understood what emotions were and what that even means. I would have assumed it's weak, it's annoying, it's frustrating, it's something that, you know, you can will away with rational thought. And so what we want to understand is emotions are involuntary neurological responses. They have a beginning, middle, and end. They involve the brain and the body. This is something I do a lot in my work with clients. When you're learning to heal your relationship with food, you're actually integrating your thoughts and your beliefs, as well as getting in touch with your body. We kind of have this disconnection between the two or distortions. So it's important to understand emotions and this work, and then also caring for our body. A lot of us think that we can think our way through things, but we have to also learn how to feel. That's the emotion. That's the feeling part that comes in. And what I didn't understand before listening to this podcast is that emotions are like tunnels. We must go all the way through them to get to the light at the end. Exhaustion doesn't happen because we're feeling emotion or stress isn't the enemy per se, but it's when we get stuck in the middle. And so are you processing the emotions? Are you naming them? Are you feeling them? Are you dealing with them? And that's where we can really unburden ourselves and clear space for food healing. We are taught to believe that if we fix the stress or the issue that led to the emotion itself, it's over. And they talk about in the podcast that you still need to deal with the feeling. And for a lot of us, when we're in our issues with food, when we're kind of fighting against our bodies, whether that's through exercise, food, body image, combination of the above, What happens is that we aren't really feeling, we aren't really connecting. And so these thoughts, these emotions, they build up. And so for a lot of us, when we're starting to heal our relationship to food, we have all these emotions, almost like a backlog to kind of work through. And I think that's why a lot of us kind of dip our toe in the water and then come back out because it's too much. We didn't know that it was going to happen that way. We didn't have the capacity. We didn't expect it to happen because it got worse. We wanted to back out. And so, you know, I think we've all had that situation where like the emotion is over, but we're still kind of reeling from it. An example might be if you were really in an anxiety provoking situation with eating and you were just feeling so guilty because you were hanging out with your friends eating certain foods and you're just hearing all of the food thoughts and feeling terrible about it you know, later on, you might go back to really process that feeling and really deal with what that was like for you. 
And that's something that I think is so important in this process. And for a lot of us too, we end up putting a lot of focus on food when the stress and not dealing with our emotions can really lead to a lot of that. For example, prolonged stress can create cardiovascular issues. So for prolonged stress, like our bodies are built to handle an increase in blood pressure and what's happening to our arteries and all of that. But when it's prolonged, that's when we start to have issues with our hearts and stress. When it comes to digestion, prolonged stress can slow down our upper GI tract and speed up our lower GI tract. And that can lead to bloating, constipation, dissipation of hunger, discomfort. And I see that with a lot of you. And, you know, you're thinking about what food do I need to eliminate? Oh my gosh, that must mean I ate too much. And really, we're not looking at what is our experience with our bodies? What are we feeling right now? Not just what we're thinking. And so we have to learn how to check in with ourselves and all of the things we have going on. It's such a holistic process. That's why a lot of the people that I work with, whether that's privately or in my community, might also work with a mental health clinician if they're really having trouble getting in touch with those emotions and naming them or processing them. Or if you've experienced some difficult things in your past, it's important to have support in that. And if you fall into another camp where you might just learn how to get in touch with yourself a little bit more, and that comes relatively easy to you, some ways that you can release emotion are through physical movement, breath, laughter, positive social interaction, hugging, crying, and creative expression. So when it comes to physical movement, I always like to make a bit of a disclaimer if you are in a good spot with exercise. And what I mean by that is for some of us, it can be helpful to release emotions, get connected with ourselves, help out with our moods. For others of us, we might have a relationship with exercise in that we're actually escaping emotions or moving our bodies in order to not deal with difficult feelings we don't know. Again, that disconnection, you're not actually in your body. You're just moving as a response to anxiety only or in response to food or how you feel about your body or what you ate, etc. So you want to kind of check that you're in a good spot with exercise to really engage this and to really use that. And that can be super helpful as you're healing a relationship to food, whether it's like joyful movement, such as like moving spontaneously or dancing or trying something new or knowing when you need to slow down, knowing when you need to sweat, knowing when you need to feel strong and connected to your core. It's being in touch with your body and connecting that way. When it comes to breath, breath is just a way for us to get connected and get present, which is so helpful. A lot of times I'm recommending that you take a couple deep breaths before eating. It's going to relax your digestive system, the opposite of what I was describing before, and to really just release and relax so that your body can receive food and nourishment. And we're in a good spot with that. Laughter and hugging are going to release oxytocin a positive bonding hormone and help us kind of move through that emotion, positive social interaction, just connecting. We're connected beings. We're wired to 
engage with others and interact with others. So that can be super helpful in helping us be connected to ourselves and move through emotions. And then creative expression, kind of along the lines of what I was talking about with the physical movement, but it's really moving through the feelings that are coming up. And so wellness is really not a destination. It's not a state of being, but it's a state of action. And that relates to the food healing process. We always talk about it being like this journey. It's not this place that you arrive one day. It's being able to oscillate. It's being able to shift. It's being able to tune in on what's going on for you, what needs adjusted, and assuming that things are always being adjusted. That's part of it. You just get better at listening to yourself. You get more connected. You get better at responding through practice and repetition and getting to know yourself and your emotions. And so as far as the basics day-to-day as this relates to food healing, when we're busy, when we're burned out, when we have emotions to move through, you might not be sitting down and finding the perfect recipe on Pinterest for hours, or you might not feel that you're really paying attention to what food rules coming up. Remember, we're tired. So how do you just follow along with the basics to allow yourself to process, to allow yourself to feel, to give yourself grace and space? but also know that you're moving forward in the food healing process. And a couple different things that I recommend is really focus on just going to the grocery regularly and planning out a handful of simple meals. That could be throwing some ground turkey and red sauce and spaghetti together and knowing that's going to be dinner for a couple nights this week. It could be buying two packs of bagels, having one in the freezer, so that you know you'll have ready breakfast ready to go. Just some really simple things, giving some thought to what you'll have ahead of time so you're not overwhelmed. Then you want to check in with your stress level, figure out ways to care for yourself, and just really working through it. Think of when you're doing a balance pose and yoga. It's a bunch of small movements, constant adjusting, moving as you gain practice, moving less noticeably, but some days you're just off and that's how food healing goes. If you're really busy with work and your mom's sick and your partner is working extra hours, you might be depleted, but how can you go back to that basics? Check in with yourself. What do you need? Do you need more sleep? Do you need help? Do you need to go to the grocery more? What are those basics that you're taking care of yourself with? And just focusing on that. And that's okay. And that's enough because you're continuing to move through it. I hope that this was helpful to really talk about burnout and knowing when to go back to the basics and knowing when to just care and seeing more what this process looks like imperfectly as a journey, as not a place you arrive, but just this state of action where you're checking in, responding to, checking in and responding to over and over again. Thank you again to all of those of you who are listening and connect with me if there's anything more you want me to be talking about here and covering here. I'll be working on a burnout and food worksheet that can accompany this episode. So definitely look for that. I'll be talking about on Instagram. I'll be sending out an email so you can get your copy and I wish you the best in your healing and I will talk to you next time. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. 
If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.